0: So, welcome to the Emerald Library podcast. I'm your host Silver, and joining me is uh, one of our gold authors on the server, RGQC. Uh, hello. Just wanna, yeah. Say hello and everything.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, hey guys, I'm RGQC. Uh, I'll just do a very quick uh, introduction of myself. I'm actually a author. Uh, is yeah, I'm a gold author in this server, and I've been in fan fiction for at least. Two years, in fact, yes, but I've been a local for like more than five years actually mm. on the main run, but then I officially start writing in two years last in the last two years nice. uh most in most cases uh most of my stories are basically focused on the Ruby scenario as always in Ruby, yeah mm. uh, and yeah, that's a very short description of me
0: ah, perfect um, yeah, I guess going into that you said you were uh a worker for a little bit, and then you started writing, but uh, what really got you into it? Like, into uh, reading fanfiction? Like, when did you start?
1: Uh, actually, it was started as of curiosity, because the most hilarious part I find about myself is I actually didn't start a Ruby at first. Mm-hmm. It was actually a completely different series that got me into fanfiction, which is actually Destiny. Yeah. Really? That, the that the actually game? Was... Yeah, that one. Oh, it's so I much actually... lore. <laughs> yeah, it was so much lore, so I was very interested in how... People would actually do it, so that's how I got into fan fiction, and then, and then the spiral control. Right,
0: right. <laughs> I think that's pretty. Yeah, much so a like, lot of fan yeah, so fiction like, for everyone
1: too. It's like yeah. So as I so I into destiny, I got uh, I got engrossed in some of the great on uh, some of the people's uh, works. Then after that, I started diverging into like, other works and maybe even crossovers, which mm. is my thing, kinda, sort of, not really, but yeah, the point stands. Yeah. And then I actually went into a Destiny and Ruby Fake, which is, uh, actually sup- I'm not sure if- damn, I forgot the name of it, actually. Mm-hmm. But long story short, it's because this one is how I got introduced to the Ruby universe as a whole. And then I started delving into it and I realized how much potential this this entire story as a whole has. Yeah. And then I watched this, the volumes and I was immediately disappointed with, Some you know, the stuff, later, yeah. later, later volumes. <laughs> yeah, uh... eventually
0: it started to like just drop. There wasn't a lot. Um, I feel like the fandom, like, there's a lot to it, and mm-hmm. it has great crossover potential. Um, it's just it, some. There's some things I hope uh, they explain a little bit further on.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of like, I believe I mentioned it before, but I'll just say it again. They enjoy every single good idea they can find. Mm-hmm. However, when it comes to developing it, it's not there. They just throw it there for the secreturing it there. They just left it there. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and <laughs> like, just... I think that's kind of how I felt too. Like, I started reading Ruby fanfic, uh, Ruby stories and everything. I really liked the fandom. It's a great fandom. Um, and then started getting into more crossovers. And I think that's what brought me... Like myself as a reader, like that was something that was really cool. Like uh, a Destiny and Ruby fanfic, like at first glance, I probably would skip it, but at the same time, like I like both. I play Destiny, I enjoy it. I would probably read it just to see what's it about. So that's a pretty interesting way. It's a pretty interesting way to get into a, a different fandom.
1: Yes, oh, which is why I tend to hang around fan- uh, crossovers, because mm-hmm. to me personally, there are one of the ways that I get to learn about other series, because they take both, and then take something which I'm familiar with, and something which I'm not. So when I first read, when I first start reading that fanfic in particular, I was confused, like, partially, but I understand the other half. Like, I understand, oh, she's used, that this person using tone, for example, mm-hmm. and then, oh using the solar abilities for uh, for the Hunter's class. Mm. This kind of thing. I, it allows me to pick out, okay, this is what is actually from the Sydney world, and this is what is going to happen, or is it's in the other world yeah. crossover. Uh. Yeah,
0: and that, that's that's so, interesting yeah. too, because like, Destiny only has so many subclasses, so many types, Solar, Arc, and uh, Void. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I now mean, you now have... We already, yeah. Was it... Uh, the ice ability camera yeah i can't remember what the name of it's called i it's, I, playing, I was playing destiny a couple days ago too but um i can't remember what it's called off the uh, of my uh, head what is, what
1: is it called uh, stasis stasis yes. yeah i yeah.
0: i think like that's it, it's such a tight area but if done yeah. right like it will it, it sounds like it was done right at least
1: yeah so it was how I got into Ruby as a whole. Then I began delving into it. Then I realized that, well, the main show itself started out great because Mon- Monty yeah. Ohm was in charge and then slowly started dropping off. Uh, the, fa- the On the, on the how people made the fanfic itself, it's actually quite great. Mm. I see some of them that expands on the story itself. Yeah. Others, they delve into uh, some other categories of gamers, which I'm... Yeah, I gotta admit, I gotta admit it. I'm not very interested in this kind of one because it's all oh, they, basically the majority are they have the very same starts, which is kind mm. of bland and boring to me. Yeah, as opposed, it,
0: it, there was that error of like fix all having like a similar theme, but they all start the same, and you're just like, okay, well,
1: yeah, this is boring.
0: Skip a couple chapters. Oh, here's the difference. It,
1: it's- yeah, it's kind of ruined it for me a lot. The yeah. all the game of. <laughs> The I mean, uh, yeah, then there's also a lot of John Fix, which I I understand, mm. yeah, at the same time, it's like, he's just wasn't an average person. That got, he wasn't my favorite he got, I mean, character. I mean, for me, fucking him, was like, eh. He's he of his purpose. Okay, mm. Oh god, that sounds wrong. <laughs> okay, mm. but in the sense that I feel that he's basically meant to represent the average person being thrown in a situation yeah. they have no idea or they're not supposed to be in. But yet, at the same time, I admire how he grows mm. out of this mentality and become his own person.
0: Yeah, I I think that was, like, I liked that volume when they made him more uh, confident, more of a,
1: uh, a leader. Of his yeah, teamer. more of
0: a leader, more of, like, he's going to focus on actually doing, like, fighting, and he's, like, focusing on training and everything. And I like that. Kind of wish mm-hmm. it didn't cost the... Uh, life of Pyrrha. She was one of my favorite characters. I just liked her. Yeah, she was. Ability. She was a great one. It's and, a shame that yeah, well, they
1: killed her yeah, off, they so. kind of just, uh, yeah. Uh, spoiler okay. for
0: anyone who hasn't seen the show. It's been out for a while. Um... Uh, Pyrrha got fucking dust. Yeah. And then, uh, <laughs> I'll put a spoiler in the description, but uh, <laughs> yeah. So it was... That, it, that whole crossover, um... I think, uh, Canadian Admiral's in the audience, uh, he is, yeah, his, uh, like, there's so many stories that, like, I would love for, uh, us to see, like, I would love more, uh, what is it called, uh, oh, my bad, hold on, that was my bad, my internet just stopped for a moment. Um, but yeah, going back, uh, yeah, there's stories that I would like to see more people explore the relationship of semblances and the actual training Hutzmans do. Um, you know, I think, uh, what's it called? Uh, only a couple authors really go into it, which kind of stinks after a while. It's like, okay, Mm -hmm. well. Could you uh yeah. go a little more into it? But it's all we uh. It's not really. Yeah. It's not a whole lot. So
1: yeah, I mean, the, they they throw like I said before, they throw the idea here, but they never develop on it. So it's like there's a lot of question. Is Dust magic, or is semblance yeah. magic? And then there's actual magic in the story, but then, then in this mm. case, what does that make? Dust and semblance. We know from the law that they say that blitz is basically a I manifest always aura as a whole is a manifestation of a you know individual soul, but yeah, where does dust come in because it's clear for everyone that dust is able to react with aura, yeah, which is why I see in some other yeah like electricity where
0: we all have it, we all have electricity in our body, you know it sends uh nerves and everything, but it yeah. is like dust a concentrated form. Of it,
1: oh. yeah, that's the question, uh, Which is why I have actually delved much more deeper into it. I actually come up with a very interesting theory mm-hmm. that dust, as a whole, is actually the think of it as the little ashes of the of ospin's or its osmas are uh, generation. Basically, the humans of that time before they got you know deleted by the guard by the brother yeah. gods. So as I like speculate that maybe this is actually the remains, or they're basically magic. They're actually technically magic, but they are. Mm-hmm. Not magic at the same time, just like fragments of it.
0: Yeah, did they like? It get... this, I mean,
1: it'll explain why there's so many different elements, including dirt, mm-hmm. which I is like, how did? Yeah, how did this one. It's the only way to come with that is probably magic.
0: Yeah, and I, <laughs> I think that's the other thing too. Like a lot of crossovers for Ruby. Let's let's go with Percy Jackson. Going in from Percy Jackson, who have the ability to interact with this divine energy because of their blood uh, going mm-hmm. into the person, uh, Ruby world. Uh, you know, they don't have an aura or anything. And, uh, I think one of the best people that like writes how they deal with that. He's in this audience, uh Canadian admiral writes it probably one of the best I've seen in a while. Um, so I, I, hopefully later on, he's still in the audience. I'll make a sure. Comes, yeah. He'll, I'll make sure he comes and speaks. Um, so he's, I, I keep seeing, he wants, he keeps requesting. So he might yeah, I one in, in a second or two, um, but yeah, it's like that, that whole thing is, it's like, what do you do for car- people in that show that don't have that ability? Like we mm-hmm. see John has to get his aura unlocked. So, but, yeah. um, yeah, so it, it's, it's interesting
1: and we,
0: yeah. it's an interesting fandom.
1: Yeah, then we got cases of how would creators who are actually can use magic, for example, the fake series, where yeah. the literal, uh, always, yeah, the literal masters, they have magic, they have the, yeah, the circuit, magical the circuits, circuit. kind of. Yeah, of
0: the magical circuits. Yeah. How
1: wow. would they interact in a world that magic is almost dead, but they are one of the few that can use magic? This kind of scenario bring up a lot of potential. Like, how would people who, like, first of all, who know that magic exists, like, or smart or, or Spin, whatever. Mm. whatever. The main point is that like, how will he react to another magical user that he had never met before? Yeah. Because he said before, he knows all people who know who knows how to use magic. Mm-hmm. But if another wildcard comes in, things get very interesting, which is why I tried to delve into it in a, mm. in one of my fakes, which is the module in Remnant, which is a right. crossword between Ruby and Fate. The yeah. idea is what happens is you throw a, a, a servant into that world. Mm-hmm. Where where it serves a little manifestation of magic into a form. Mm. How would characters like? Well, how would most characters react? Of course, mm-hmm. I soon realize that this comes at the side effect of throwing power creep in, at, into the story as yeah. a whole. Because um, <laughs> servers are um, a level, a, mm-hmm. a couple stories higher than the uh, average huntsman, and uh, huntresses, which means mm-hmm. that the power balance is fucked. Yeah, that, also that's the other
0: thing. It's power balance. Like, what's yeah. the power scale in Ruby? They don't really go over it. So, is, is it, it like all Hutsman, Huntsman Huntsmen are at the same? Is it? They don't really discuss like if is Osmond supposed Osman is supposed to be the one that helps destroy Salem? Mm-hmm. Like, what's the what's the power difference between? This uh immor- immortal being who resurrects in different bodies, compared to a, I I'll call her a witch right now, immortal okay. witch that uh-huh. uh, Salem is who doesn't resurrect into different bodies. It looks like she just stays in one body.
1: Yeah, you know it's just for Salem's case. She dies. You can ki- you can still kill her, but yeah. the thing is that she just regenerates somewhere else.
0: Yeah, So, it's so like, if I say the... she's
1: immortal, if she can kill her, she'll just keep resurrecting, which yeah. brings up a whole bunch of problems because she'll probably resurrect at the same place where she died, which means if mm-hmm. you kill her in the middle of your base, which she's going to resolve 3-1 revive right? there, which is a huge problem. Yeah. Um... <laughs> yeah. Then we got Ospins, Osma... Ospenz, Osma... Okay, we just call him uh, for this case. Yeah, just okay? call on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for his case, every time he dies, he'll be... Transferred to a new body, the idea into a new host, body that will slowly merge through. Mm-hmm. The idea sounds possible, but the question is they now expand about it. Does he go into the opposite gender? Or does he actually go into foreigners? Mm-hmm. They, it, they could further develop upon the entire idea like, oh, how would, I mean, he always said and stuff that most most of his previous incarnates react very negatively, but what about yeah. those who are different? Maybe like those who are maybe meant to, like, let's just say that, that the female, right? Like, to yeah, the opposite gender of what he is, doesn't... which is where I saw a couple okay. of fix talking about what happened with Osmin Osma going into Yang, for example. Yeah. Yeah, that happened. It, that one. That's kinda
0: that one's a little weird, but I get like that whole thing. It's like what is the difference? Like what's the key for him
1: to switch style? Yeah. Um Which yes. is why I tried to explore upon that idea mm-hmm. in my one well, of my fix, which is right. the uh the right unexpected incarnate. Mm-hmm. also kind of an SIE story, but yeah. But the point is that yeah. I tried to expand the idea what if Osma went into a different hoax as a whole, mm-hmm. yeah. where how would a person from our world mm-hmm. will suddenly realise that he's been thrown in the world Ruby and now suddenly Osma is his neighbour. Yeah. It, you can see the potential of how someone who's aware of what's going to happen to him yeah. struggle as a whole, because, well, as we know, Os- eventually Osma would just assimilate the the host as a whole
0: and that's the other thing too is there like any is there any times i mean we don't know this but i like to think that there's been hosts in the past that have tried to deny oz from taking over because like they live their entire lives and then this person comes in and is like oh no this is actually my new body it's something yeah. that like in my head it, the, no one would accept that so
1: yeah um so that would I, be interesting
0: to see
1: yeah some more ideas because i rarely see this kind of fix which is also kind of my thinking
0: because mm-hmm.
1: i see so many the same fixed i want to try and make it different make my stories right. unique in a way and, which is, is that also, I,
0: it made you write like did that lead you to write in was it like oh i see so many of these I want to make something different. Let me write. Uh,
1: partially. Mm. Partially. Because at the time when I started writing, I was doing when COVID-19 says full blast. So ironically, mm. or maybe not so ironically, I did it because I was bored.
0: Yeah, that's like... That, that's the best way, I think. I, I did the same thing. I started... Well, I wrote years ago and then started writing again during COVID because I was bored. And I think that's how a lot of authors got back into it or started, it's just, they're bored, mm-hmm. COVID's around, what, what else are you gonna <laughs> do? You can't go out and eat dinner, you can't hang out with friends. I like this fandom when we write about it, so, yeah,
1: yeah that's, so saying, that's pretty good I, I, mm-hmm. Yeah, so because of, of writing, I guess I actually enjoyed doing it and seeing how people to my story, so it then, well, move on from there, I began to expand. Mm. though admittedly when I look back at my first story my only reaction is holy shit how naive I was because, yeah. I, because the story when I wrote it is literally a copy and paste mm. of the actual story itself which like minor changes so it's like where it's like god mm. I make I, like, I wrote this <laughs> yeah I feel it's that like,
0: like I read some my old stuff I'm like oh god it's so cringy I'm like
1: it's no it's like my is literally copy paste uh, yeah. it's like Copy paste grammar is absolute garbage. Mm. <laughs> I look over and it's like, you know, I should probably come back to it in the future and rewrite it. Yeah,
0: what? Um... Like, I should
1: probably improve on the story because the idea I mm-hmm. have is you un- different la. Basically, for that story alone, it's basically a uh, Forness main character. Mm-hmm. However, the thing is that I made different. That he only remembers partially of his soul. Basically, his soul is shattered. Where right. the brothers when they took him over, they shattered his soul into two. One was locked into the well, one was actually locked into the main body, while the other is actually, you know, in charge. So mm-hmm. it's something like a, a music adaptation, not really, where the by the main character himself appears to be much more mature than he lets on to it. Yet right. he doesn't realize it because he doesn't even know. Because always in that memory, he only woke up as a baby inside mm-hmm. a uh, always an orphanage. Which that I didn't really go into the background. I think about it. Yeah. But mm-hmm. in, sto- in short, later on in the story, right, mostly after the fall, where the, the souls re together, together, like, he became fully aware of who it is, though there's a bit of identity crisis. Right, yeah, and that because definitely would memories from the, from the shattered part merged together, it can cause a bit of a mess in there. Mm. But I had to admit, this is kind of a story I wanted to rework on it because yeah. it's like, Ugh. And oh, And. God, just looking, looking back on yeah, the after few pages, want to die inside.
0: Oh. Now. Going off of that, uh obviously you've written crossovers and single fandoms. What has been your si- favorite fandom to write in like Ruby, Fate, like
1: which well, which is the I, you've it's complicated because mm. Ruby is the main one which I mainly focus upon. But it is my modular and remnant story that exploded beyond what I expected. Right. Uh right now, la, Ah, uh, current Motor and Raman is the only story I have that is that has both hundred k ish in favorites and follows. It's the mm. only story. Compared See. to my others, which is like, for example, uh, Unexpected Incarnate, which only has like what two hundred and thirty seven favorites and three hundred and twenty six followers, something like that. Mm. Or my other story, which is the uh, Ruby Watchers series, which is right. you know, getting them watching it. So I know, making them watch StarCraft two because mm. that game was my favorite, and I wish no one does it before, so I'm going to do it. Yeah,
0: so yeah, and then going off of that one, uh, what is one fandom you won't write in? Like,
1: you won't touch it with a 10... Naruto. Ten- Naruto, yeah. <laughs> because I find that so many things are, that there's no point of touching it in my eyes, because mm. why go into a fics that has so many people already, it's like, sure, I could probably go in there, but at the same time, I don't have much experience with Naruto, and also I find it a bit... It's out of like, my taste
0: it, for me it's like Dragon Ball where yeah. it's like Dragon Ball
1: I understand like, it's still pretty awesome and yeah. overhammed <laughs> it's great because it's always one mindless fun and see mindless destruction but Naruto yeah. it's like it, there's. So I used to watch characters. it but now that I look at it it's like uh, how you see it it's like I don't enjoy the series as a whole mm. anymore
0: yeah it's like I tried I have tried watching Naruto Naruto, five times. And each time, I, wow. I cannot get past episode three. Oof. I don't know what it is. I It's it's always either... The first time something came up, I couldn't watch anything for like a week. So I lost interest and I started watching a bunch of those uh, one-season animes that only get like 12 episodes. Uh, mm. And then never continued again. Ah, um, uh, yes, yes. So I, I know, the I, yeah. I went into a phase of that for a while. Attempted <laughs> to watch an R two again. Could not get past episode three, and no matter what I try, I just can't get past episode three. And like, I'll tell people that, and they'll be like, "Well, you." So you know what happens at episode three? I'm Like, I can't remember anything either. <laughs> to me, it's yep. there's too many characters. There's too much going. There's so much going on within the first episode. That I feel yeah.
1: overwhelmed. It's the story as a whole is quite overwhelming at times. I had to agree on that department because there was times i was wondering, it's like, this happens in a span of five minutes. Like mm. this entire, like art ish. Like yeah. wow, and how did he process all of this? It happened so fast. It's like for average reader yeah. or, myself, or a newcomer, I feel overwhelmed. Like is it because there's so much things happening that it takes time for me to digest it. Then once I digest it, I realized how much I hate it. <laughs>
0: it's like, by the time you finally realize what actually happened, you're about two or three... Like, you're up five minutes away from... You're uh, past what just happened, and you're just like, oh, that's what happened.
1: Yeah. Oh, wait, where but are I now? like, oh
0: it, It's the same thing with One Piece. I cannot watch it. Uh, I'm not going to sit there and
1: watch a thousand episodes. It's just yeah, crazy. I find that One Piece... Oh, it's, I, I know that One Piece is great because I watched it, but I find mm. that this series was so long, uh, it's like they keep expanding upon expanding expanding, it just feels it, to me over-bloated. Yeah, and it's like, it's, I get it, like,
0: yeah, Dragon Ball and Naruto has a lot of episodes too, but they're broken up into different yeah, series yep. that it's like, it's like, oh, okay, you know what, I want to watch Dragon Ball Super, I can go watch that, I want to watch uh, Dragon Ball Z. And it's like, it's broken up into arcs that you it's can digestible. just jump... Yeah, you can just jump right in and watch any episode.
1: Yeah, uh, but for One Piece, it's like, everything is linked together, which yeah. is... It's like, so if you're you a guy that skips like, hit, um, into, the, into one of the later episodes, you're yeah. wondering, who the hell is this guy? Who the hell? Like, I, I like the people. Like, well, you'll be, like, oh, you be hitless chicken. And
0: all the people I like, it's like, I, I, to me, One Piece just... It, it was. It's a good anime. It's a good show, but it's not the best. And I love the people. Yeah. If I tell people that, they're like, "Oh no, no, no! You gotta wait till episode like 400. Uh, like, excuse I'm not, me. I'm not gonna watch four hundred <laughs> episodes. No, I still revel. Just, to, uh, just <laughs> I get still to the card apparently.
1: Yeah, I still remember uh, I talked to a friend uh, a friend of mine that was also Mm -hmm. very uh, very enthusiastic into One Piece. He said, yo, wait, there are good parts in episode 500 and can't remember. But long story short, I was like, excuse me? 500 (laughs) in like dot 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 episodes. He's like, yeah. (laughs) I was like, what? (laughs) How does a story go for that long? (laughs) I was overwhelmed. That's what I'm saying. I
0: like, like I will say Naruto and Dragon Ball, it's, they break themselves up so you know like it's a different arc. And yes. that that's important because if there's no difference, if you're same with the same story, it just drags on. It's like it just yeah. It's like those story those fix that you'll find that are like a hundred and twenty chapters and you're like, <laughs> Oh, okay. But it's the same story that and there's no change. It's very long, like Yeah. Two hundred it's like over 500,000 words, are like, oh man, this time this person must have like maybe it's two stories in one. They just didn't want to, like, they put a second book in the chapter. Mm-hmm. Nope, it's the same thing. And you're just, yeah, like, so, oh.
1: after, yeah, so basically, I always I noticed that some writers, I am mostly also not excused, they write big, but mm-hmm. the story, always the main feel is like not there, it's like just that peanut- Okay, and it's, Yeah, it's like nothing of value in there. Which is partially how I feel about One Piece, in a way. Because they put so much effort and length into it that everything in fi- inside the story just feels so minuscule. Mm-hmm. Like it's just another small chapter of it. It's just yeah. no impact. It's and, like, and oh, they something happened. It's, yeah, it's like, this guy dies, but, oh, he died. Oh, there's no impact. Oh, always has no actual impact like oh shit he died oh no how would this how would this change the story like in one piece uh, the story is so big uh, that if yeah. you're aware of how big the story is? is this guy dies at the start it's like oh oh okay yeah
0: I mean obviously you he have your dies. certain characters that die that are impactful to the story but mm-hmm. like you can completely skip it you can completely miss that like <laughs> yeah, there I, are times I, wanted- I had a friend that uh, when uh, Luffy's brother died Completely s- skipped over that episode. And he's like, well, what happened to the brother? And I'm like, he's dead. Like, Even I know that. I don't watch the show. but He's probably dead. <laughs> it, it's it's like... Where do they draw the inspiration from as writers? It, it, to me, it's like, at some point... I, I mean, it's what? Set to end soon, right? I believe. Yeah. I hope so, because... Uh, Maybe then I'll watch it. If if they stop making episodes, maybe then I'll watch it. It might yeah. take me two years, but I'll watch it. Um, eventually, eventually, maybe. yeah. When when I have time. Um, but it's like that, going on to that. Like, where where do you as a uh, as a writer draw inspiration from?
1: Always for me, I usually take it from multiple sources in a way, uh, mm-hmm. Because, uh, for example unexpected impact actually, based on another story that was like very old I can't remember but it's yeah but it's a uh, for another guy that had the same idea but that story is so old already there that then updated that I feel that I trying to make a modern version of it somewhat quote, quote yeah. unquote so that's why I came up my own version it's based on his one but at the same time I try to make a spin on it that is this is I can call this one my version it, there's no mm. other things like it and this story is mine
0: yeah I, I think that was kind of how like I got into writing too was like I saw a story has been updated, hasn't been touched in years and I was mm-hmm. like, I'm gonna write a I'm gonna write a version of mine, uh my version of it, change it and make it more modern, more relevant to today. And yeah, like, I, I know I a couple agree. authors that do that too. It's like I like that. I like people that if like you see a fic that hasn't been updated, you go, Oh, you know what? It hasn't been touched in eight years. I'm going to take my hand at it and yeah. use a similar idea. Uh, not go word for word. Um, mm-hmm. I don't like people that... Like, it, I, I don't I don't enjoy fix, I should say. I don't enjoy fix I yeah. go word for word. It's just like, okay, well...
1: It's just plagiarization at this point. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah. Um, so, whiskey for mm. me, I always... Partially, it's because I want to... Do it and always do this story and you can bring it back to a much more updated version. And secondly, I want to encourage others to explore in the ideas. Mm-hmm. Because if you notice, always, I'm not sure if you've seen, but okay, long story short, most of our story ideas are different, are dramatically different. For example, mm-hmm. uh, Crimson Abyss, Crimson, uh, Crimson Abyss We Awakened is basically a, uh, Android SI, where basically instead of waking up of, like every other fix, uh, insert fix in Ruby, Instead of waking as another person or a father, what if the main character is actually an android instead, a machine? How would that bring a new spin into the story? Like, how yeah. would they react as a whole to being re-bo- always being brought into Remnant, not as a person, but as a machine? So in this case, I made it up that Crimson Abyss, always in this, always this story as a whole, mm-hmm. where my main character partially, partially a reference to another game, technically, mm-hmm. uh, is awakened inside an ancient facility. Only to realize that she's actually been offline for 25 years with all of the previous memories either wiped or, you know, cropped it. Yeah. Where she tries to find her place in a world that is pretty much against androids of a kind because of yeah. what she did in the past, which she's not aware. Yeah. Which is to massacre uh, pretty much a lot of people that are meant to keep... To mm-hmm. meant that are building her up. Oops. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I want to go to that, those like of stories. Mm, and that's a big thing, actually. I, I like that idea of, like... I, I always appreciate darker stories, um, that have like a just a bit more edge to them. So it's like something like that where this person has literally nothing. To me that that's that that's a really big thing that like finding your place in a world that's against you, that that's relevant to people mm-hmm. today.
1: Um, because I chant, so. I have intention of making it light-hearted slightly where she meets up with a, another android mm. another own-created android sort of and Penny mm. so basically I want to explore the idea of basically them developing a sisterhood kind of feeling and basically right. they recognize each other as siblings as a whole mm. and also I the idea is that in that story itself it's technically an alternate universe because Arthur Watts one of the main villains is actually a good guy still Mm-hmm. because the action of one of his predecessors that basically built Luc- uh, uh, Alpha which is i just gonna call it Alpha for this sake because mm-hmm. technically it's her name kinda Yeah. so basically it's because of this one action it causes uh, escape change and everything so instead of, uh, of what's being leaving because he feels like he's being neglected and stuff like that mm-hmm. he stays because someone recognizes his talents and therefore he has no reason to leave and join Siam or because I still have intention to change out the story and Make it more interesting. It's the same thing with dry Remnant. Due to how the story starts out, I change it and now, basically, I make Raven retreat back to, to Ospin's side mm-hmm. and make Siam even more confused. Like, oh god, what, who are these people? And I don't know, she kind of got magically nuked in the process. Right. Um... So I try to, I tried to mm-hmm. m- mix things up because. I realized that most people, if they realize that I'm following the same pattern, they kind of lose interest. Which is why I try. Which is why I try to make a spin on the story, turning mm-hmm. new universe, or just rip the entire canon to shreds. Right. Um... Because a better the way than making an interesting story is when it goes our hand.
0: Yeah, it, it, it's like and that's a double-edged sword too. Because as a as a writer, it could be it could be a really smart move. But it could also throw off an entire story because now you have to deal with the uh, offhand uh, throwing everything off the rails type thing. Um, yeah, which I've I agree because do that sometimes yeah. it doesn't work out for some authors. They, they yeah, I agree on that
1: part because I really notice cases where I'm wondering, shit, what do I when I why do I do for this part? Mm-hmm. Like, how will this person react in this kind of situation? Like. I make Raven basically almost mortally wounded and therefore she flee. she ended up getting rescued because her brother kind of happens to be at the right place at the right time. Right. That brings a whole new issue like what happens, how would the interactions of Raven be now after encountering mo- nearly being mortally wounded, right? How would she mm. behave? Like, right? would she still be brave or would she be absolutely traumatized? Yeah. In this case, I went with the tra- tra- with the traumatized part where she's very terrified of this of our main character because, you know, she got mm-hmm. fucking murdered and stuff. I-, I think
0: that would also be kind of appropriate for her too because in Ruby we see she is very, very powerful. She's not used... She's so confident about herself and respectfully, <laughs> it, it makes sense. But because like, she's
1: the maiden as well. <laughs> yeah. So, it would, so getting her shit absolutely yeah. stomped.
0: It, it kind of Makes would little throw... Bricks, uh. Yeah, it would kind of make you... as a person in general, if you're so used to having, like, all this power and everything, it it would kind of throw you off for a while, so... Yeah.
1: No, it doesn't help, In the fact it's how her ideology also plays into it. She believes that the strongest will rule. Yeah. My main creator, always moderate in this case, basically feeds on it. Basically, it's like, you believe in the strong, so therefore mm-hmm. I am stronger than you, so you do me a favor and just, like, you know... Yeah. Die in the Actually, um... let me see if I can find a quote. Also, I kind of did a bit of ripping into her in that part. Yeah, like literally just tore her verbally into shreds for being an absolute awful mother. Yeah. Actually, let me see if I can find it.
0: Yeah. yeah. Speaking of quotes, um, I guess that goes like, who's your, uh, who's your favorite like author? Uh, not like published books. If if it is a published book, that's cool. Uh, I was thinking more like fandom fic writer. Do you, uh, do you have fam- one? Do you have like a favorite uh, fanfic? Or, uh, favorite author?
1: fanfic? Uh, not exactly, unfortunately. No, that's because fine. I get it. I uh, the same way. I guess for me, I believe everyone can make their own great story. So to judge, mm. to see this guy, this guy specifically is my favorite. What well, basically discredit the artist and say that I'm not good? They are not good up to that guy's standards. Mm. I mean. I like all sorts of stories, uh, because, because for example, there's a guy that I know, which is uh, the socialist Buchanan. Mm-hmm. I don't know the face. Yeah, that guy. He creates some of the great. He's the he's technically the guy responsible for me delving into the SI stories as a whole, which is right. why, like, technically, two of them are SI's. Mm-hmm. Actually, three. Yeah, yeah, three of them are SI stories compared to the other two. but well, technically one then is meant to represent me because mm-hmm. I use myself in the in the story as yeah. a realm lord, quote unquote. Yeah. So, yeah. So, it's because of him that actually influenced my idea that SI stories, they have a lot of potential to shake up the whole story. Like, mm-hmm. right? due to the, either, either to the, the full knowledge that they have of the world, or just the presence alone that changes everything. Because, butterfly effects, which I like, which I was, I actually like to delve into.
0: mm mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's, uh what is it called? I, 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 I kind of yeah. feel the same way. Like, I, like the SI delve into uh the world where they they can really mess things up or they can be really overpowered which I don't particularly care for. I like it when mm-hmm. characters are the underdog and have to work hard uh to get a position to get the power that they need to win. Mm-hmm. Um but like writing an SI to me it, it's difficult. Writing in yeah, general is difficult. It's the... Writing in SI is, to me, a little more difficult because yeah. you can change a character as needed because it's fan fiction. Like, mm-hmm. I don't expect people to write characters the same way as the original person wrote the characters.
1: It's just quite difficult
0: sometimes. But for I an need. SI, having to write not only your SI, but the other characters and make the conversations flow from yeah. what your SI would say and without, like... If you're going for an overpowered fic, okay, that's, yeah, that's kinda kind easy. of that's kinda easy to write. But if you're going for a true, like... Your SI's in the story, but they're not taking over the story, it's that part difficult of it. because... Yeah, it can be you difficult can write, sometimes. You can write a Percy Jackson fic with Percy just not... In who's in the story, but he's doing side things, it's a little easy. Write an SI into the group now, you gotta create a new chemistry, yeah, create mm-hmm. a new group flow. It just doesn't, yeah, it's like adding a fifth member to the team to Team Ruby, just yeah. wouldn't the, the flow there. It's not, it, it would disrupt the flow,
1: either disrupt or completely just you know change it completely. I guess, just yeah. cases where I see a, a in obviously so an additional team member to Team Ruby, and the whole story remains the same, which is mm-hmm. kind of my first story. It's just yeah. that it's literally just additional member to Team Ruby with very little changes. Mm-hmm. So I maybe in the future, if I got back into interest into it, I probably rewrite the story, probably expand on the main characters as a whole. Like how did he become a mercenary mm-hmm. before, or he's doing that time period, or like how did he learn to grow in you know, a I always, explore more of his how he grew grew up because I never went to his background. Right. I realized so basically he just appears to be <clears throat> a mercenary who appears to, to have a huge you know distrust boner, me, cool and literally you know has to be put to be wrestled down by Team Ruby. Even in this case, I kind of made him a bit too strong as Ru- mm. as in that part uh, Ruby as a whole, nearly got the ass absolutely wrecked by him by himself, but ever since, but since he's joined the, the gang, uh, he kind of lost that power. He doesn't have this point that he can one-man army everything. Because mm-hmm. I did, I think I brought it up in a later episode, in a later chapter, but, at the same time, the problem stands, still stands there. I kind of, I put this impression that he's strong, but, later I realized that they end up making him, like, he keep losing fights. So it's like, yeah. Or like, he's just not there, I don't know where he go. So no, like, I
0: get what you're saying, where it's, he, he's strong, but he's not winning everything and mm-hmm. trying to balance him correctly.
1: Also, I think I, I think I kind of made him a bit too suicidal in the mentality. Mm-hmm. Because yeah. always I notice it's like, I always, to be fair, it's my wonderful story, but at the same time, I made him very reckless. Mm-hmm. Like, literally, he nearly died in, like, during the fall. And he was put into a coma. He's still alive, but I never addressed the trauma part. Yeah. Like, he survived it. And he lost, like, an eye and a hand. And he was nearly mortally wounded. The fact that I make him wake up and immediately head back to Menagerie with no fucking problem pisses mm. me off. Because now that I look back on it, he should show shown some trauma that, yes, he's alive, but he's dealing with surviving death. Right. And also, like, you know, the ment- uh, mental fusion and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. of course, the... The thing is that I actually use it kind of like the entire universe as a reference because if you look on uh my Ruby Watches Starcraft too, I brought in a, another OC character known as Lily Belladonna, mm-hmm. which is technically my OC and Blake's daughter. Yeah, at least in that universe. Uh. so basically, Lily as a whole, she takes tr- always I try to portray her in that one as she takes traits from both her uh, Blake as a whole and also the OC father, which means she tends to be a bit reckless, which is kind of a, mm-hmm. always have a reckless streak. Yeah. because I make her that she will give hints quote unquote of how the story will go because the ruby in that world was taken before the fall so at the same time so I was alive and not you know mentally broken or completely bonkers insane looking at you Iron woods but the point is still stands. the sense will occasionally I'll give the story drop hints because I want to develop the story so not only in that story are they watching Starcraft 2 there'll also there'll be an actual story inside the of inside or inside the realm, lord's uh, realm, like, right? how certain, or how he'll manipulate things, like, oh, they'll talk to each other, or how, uh, doing intermissions where certain things will happen, like, they'll be introduced to more of, uh, of the realm lord's, uh, servants. Example, uh, in, uh, uh let's see, oh yes, in one of the chapters, one of the later one, I introduced Tamano from Fate. Yeah. That's one of them. Yeah. That also introduces a uh, wide variety yeah, of characters into the story, right? I think in, like, in the Intermission? hmm Yes, in Intermission 3 slash F Special 2, I actually introduced Philo from Shi hmm That also introduces the idea of, like, how the Realm Lords realm is so big that he has a lot of space. Therefore, he has entire areas dedicated to Aquariums. Mm-hmm. And thus, I actually introduced the idea of how uh, Tamono will act as a guide for them, and then she'll talk about the Reaper of the Leviathan from uh, hmm So, uh, I like to expand on the ideas like how, how the Realm Note's idea is just not the theater, but different parts mm-hmm. of the realm itself. Of course, they are not really the main focus, as you know, the main focus is them delving into the StarCraft universe, which I'm actually writing right now, right. which is uh, partially. I mean, I technically already have one of the fix ready, but I'm gonna do some changes later. Then next week I'll publish it. Yeah, but yeah. So basically, that's the idea. I want to explore different possibilities. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, now from going from possibilities and like exploring, as you uh write, do you face any like problems like writer's block stuff like that? And how do you like how do you get past? That?
1: Oh, um, it's complicated. I'll say because mm-hmm. occasionally I'll suffer like this block, by first and my mojo Remnant story, I actually suffer a bitus block multiple times, that I not just losing interest into it. Yeah. But I did promise I'll come back into it in the future, but for now I'll just not work on it, because I need some time to focus mm-hmm. on my other stories. Work because, on something else. Yeah, because having five stories, actually four, technically, in mm-hmm. uh, secondary, all of them can be very, you know, exhausting. So I tried to do a three- story cycle, which is mm-hmm. basically uh, my Starcraft 2 story, The Unexpected in- Incarnate and Crimson mm-hmm. Abyss re- Reawakened story. These are the three stories I'm doing in a cycle. Uh, more comfortable. If I feel the necessary, I'll swap one in and replace with another. That's my ideal work. Then every two weeks I'll publish. So or maybe occasionally out. one yeah, week yeah. if I'm feeling confident.
0: Yeah, that's um, I've heard some authors do that too. They would just go, well, I have writer's block, let me just work on something else. And to me, it's like, I I, I've kind of feel that way. Uh, it's like, as a writer, I started writing one fic, got really mm-hmm. far in it, almost done. I'm almost done with the first chapter. Because originally it was going to be a one shot, but then I went, I can make this longer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Writer's yeah, I block, agree. I, don't ha- I have no idea what to do uh to end the first chapter uh so I'm like great let me move on to something else let me go on discord let me mm-hmm. do something else just to clear it um now some some authors like dude what you said, they work on other projects and create a, uh, a rotation other people just don't do anything for a while until it comes to them so that's yeah. uh it's like writer's block Hate it. I think it's one of the worst parts about being a writer.
1: Yeah, you just hate it, and you know that people are waiting for you to publish a new chapter. It just sucks as a whole. But I understand it's better than stressing myself over it already. Uh, over getting it done, even though I hate writing it, or I'm no mood to write it.
0: Yeah, cause it's just not gonna be. It's not gonna be your best. The best thing you could do. Yeah, so I th- it's like, would you rather me post? really bad writing or something that is somewhat decent and mm-hmm. you're going to enjoy instead of some 2000 word chapter that there's like garbage. <laughs> yeah. That you just, it, it's not good. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like, that's why like rather, I rather, I try to write every Tuesday and Thursday but if I'm not feeling the mood, I'm not feeling it. I just don't write.
1: Yeah, I agree. It kind of sucks. Yeah, and it's, like, I did, a whole it's lot. like...
0: It's like I told people, I'm like... <laughs> I, I, I had one of my stories from so long ago. Someone DM'd me like, Hey, are you ever going to update this? I'm like, I would if I had the will.
1: Yeah, but I
0: admit. It sucks. It sucks because it it's like one of my best written first
1: two chapters of a story. But And then you just know they're just waiting patiently for you.
0: Yeah, and it's like I and, uh, I I wonder if if I do come out with an update what would happen. But
1: mm-hmm. would they be happy I'm back or would they yeah, be frustrated? To <laughs> it, it
0: took so long and it's not decent, um
1: like Yeah, because I feel that a lot of people forget and, uh, yeah, it's that you're not technically when you become a writer, you're not the one in charge. It's how other people will see your work. Yeah, if they don't like your work, means they don't like your work. If which people don't like my work, I don't care. Yeah, it yeah. sucks
0: sometimes. You're just like oh, Yeah, it just I'm sucks a,
1: I mean occasional with the toxic comments which some yeah. of them make
0: me laugh. Oh yeah, some because, of them
1: are funny. Uh, because some of them they either never read the story or they're just yeah. trying to get a raise out of them. I yeah. mean if I remember correctly one then called me Supreme Cringe Lord. That was so mm. hilarious. I and remember, I decided to adopt. I decided mm, to adopt that thing inside my about me, my Discord. Yeah, we. <laughs> Just I a remember one bridge. time
0: uh, Bailey posted. Uh, he's been posting. Uh, Sentinel for Little DB, and someone like went off at him, and they're like, "Did you? You don't know this character? Blah blah blah. It's not." And we're like, "You, you didn't read the rest of the chapter,
1: though." Yeah, so it's like, wow. Some of them yeah. I, I, I mean. It's hilarious to read some of these toxic oh, some comments. Some of them are
0: funny. Yeah, some of them are great. Some of them, <laughs> you're just like, ah, great, one of
1: these, but... It's like, oh, this is boring. I, I feel okay, like that's a just...
0: problem for a lot of authors too, that, like, that discourages them from writing more. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, I, I actually, one of them is particular in my one of my stories, actually, let me see if I can find that comment. Mm. He actually, his comment is a whole is not, actually not meant as a way to get a raise of it, but it's actually constructed criticism at the, mm. t- at the same time but the way that he portrayed it makes him sound like an ass
0: yeah it, it, <laughs> That's i hate what, that too when people are like trying to be helpful but you're just like yeah watch the way
1: yeah no yeah so basically, i kind of responded by the things i understand your, crit- your what you're trying to voice your thoughts on the matter but try to make it sound like you're not being an ass about it mm. because it actually affects how I feel because at first I thought is I actually originally thought that the comment was actually meant to offend me or something like that. Mm. But the when I one but once I have a deeper look at it, I realize that this guy doesn't mean any, doesn't actually meant any harm. He just wanted me to do better or is improve on the story that I wrote. It's just that <laughs> the way he portrays it sounds like he's trying to get a race out of me. Yeah, unfortunately, I I
0: what's it called? That's I think that's one of the like biggest issues writers face is. Is comments because they, they let it get to them, and it's like, I wish we like, wish there was a, a, a writer's hotline, like a service yeah. line, just be like, they call and it's just like, don't let the comment get to you. Now, there are I mean, some that if you copy, if you steal someone's story and you get a hate comment for it,
1: It's, just, it's
0: like, okay yeah you, you walked into that one like
1: yeah course, that's your peop- fault already
0: people are gonna be angry that you tried to steal another
1: story like and especially one that's <laughs> that was, like if it's well known like yeah that one would definitely piss off a lot of people like <laughs> also the reason why i try to make my own stories instead because yeah. there's chance of earning IO from everyone else like i remember one time
0: i was on wapad long time ago don't really use it anymore someone uh, was stealing uh one of greed stories and i was just like wait a minute i'm like i'm on the discord server with the actual author of this i know for a fact that uh this is stolen cuz it's like <laughs> the- i'm like this is- yeah i'm like just the way they were talking in the comments and everything too and, and the author notes and yeah, then I someone, was just in there and I'm like reading the comments. I'm like laughing because people are just going crazy at this th- this guy for trying to steal Greed's story, and I'm just like, oh, that's yeah. pretty funny.
1: <laughs> yeah, some of them are just blatant, you know, stealing, which is yeah, you kind of walk into that yourself. I admit, yeah. <laughs> it's like
0: if you steal, like, I don't get it. Yeah, I was no, like, I, that I don't is understand your what's religion. the uh, satisfaction you get from it. So.
1: Uh um, why this like this kind of people because Yeah. They also they just either to try to get a race out of everyone in this case good job, you did it. I either that or they genuine or they actually wants to ex mm. you know show more people of it, but at the same time they kinda done it in a better way than just, you know, blatantly copy and pasting.
0: Yeah. Uh yeah. That actually so like I I've seen it in some like a lot of fandoms, that's one of the most common things. Is there any fandoms that, like, you want to write in? Like, have you ever seen uh, a story, like, and you're just like, oh, maybe I, w- I want to try this fandom?
1: Um, I've actually been looking into uh, Assassination Classroom. You heard that mm, one?
0: Yeah, I I watched the first couple of episodes, and then yeah. things got in the way, and I couldn't finish it. I've been meaning to go back and watch it.
1: Yeah, because I found, we always for me, I just recently found a very good one, uh, yeah. That end up getting addicted to it and... Yep. Mm-hmm. But of course, I'm still not so sure about whether I want to do it at first. So I'm just keeping yeah. an eye on it. Yeah. For me, I prefer to watch on the side and see how... Mm-hmm. How whether I want to actually do this story. A yeah. bit of the lurking in there again. <laughs>
0: yeah, I kind of do the same thing. Like, I worked in the Harry Potter fandom for a while before. I've started to write a project mm-hmm. for it. Same thing with a... Uh, a JRPG I've been playing for years it's like I want to write in it but I just lurk I just lurk in the fandom and I look at other stories and see what not to do
1: yeah so I agree because uh, honestly I've seen a lot of fix, but most of the time either they're great they're meh mm-hmm. or like, this is just bad like gen- right. genuinely bad writing and mm-hmm. I just leave yeah of course it kind of like goes into territory me being mm. judgmental but I try not to judge people too much so I try to see yeah. the story first then I judge later uh, and then there's cases where I do that mm. and then I regret the decision because the whole story is a waste of time yeah,
0: <laughs> so, yeah it kind of stories sucked. like that you're just like oh, what did I just read
1: yeah it's like why did I just read I mean it's partially the reason why I like and I just like CrackFix. Yeah, I, I love crack
0: fix when it's like 2 in the morning and I can't sleep. I'll read them just for uh, fun. Just to be like, who, who what did this person think of probably at 2 in the morning and they couldn't sleep? Yeah.
1: So it's like, these kind of fix are great to read. But as a guy who likes actual stories, just and, like, yeah. I just see like what is going on. Like, I like genuinely what is just, going on. Yeah,
0: I like the ones that are just completely outrageous. Like I saw a Harry Potter and Ruby fact, and I'm it was I forget the title is. It was it was deleted too.
1: I oh think my the person god!
0: Got so many hate hate comments for it, but I like read it and like Harry is Oz, and I'm just like okay. Yep, makes, <sighs> that's a thing. Makes sense, I guess. You know, magic and whatnot. It, oh, oh, but... now he's he's Oz, Dade, and Yang. Okay, I'm like... This, oh, this, oh, this. God. I'm oh, like, okay. God. I'm like, Yeah. Oh, this is where we stop. <laughs> yeah. It was so weird. I forgot. I gotta see if... I, I might have written it down. I have a whole list of crackfics that... Never to touch again. That might be one of the ones on there. Yeah,
1: so then just Keep, leave a bit tissue in your mouth. I'll
0: have to because I'll once I see the title I'll remember because I I write down notes too. I write like what where I stopped so um uh. but yeah um so I think that's all my questions so we'll start moving on to questions from other people sure, um, why not so we'll start off with uh title moons first uh he's not in the audience but he asked uh have you watched the new uh Ruby show
1: uh well, the question is: Is it the enemy or the, the Volume Nine the teaser? Anime, I think. Yeah, he's. I've I mean, seen anime. the enemy so far, and I actually, I just, I'm hopeful. I'm just hoping that it will be great. Mm-hmm. At the same time, I'm being very cautious about it now, because yeah, many of my other friends are mm-hmm. also cautious about this story or how it will play out now, But for me, I'm keeping a close eye on it mm-hmm. because if this is good, yeah, wow, that would change a lot of things.
0: It 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 it's interesting because. You know, they're gonna have to, they're gonna dub it eventually. So, mm-hmm. they, there's a lot, there's a couple characters missing. Uh, the two professors, Port and, uh, uh, what's his name? Green Hair. Yeah, Obluck. Obluck. They, I mean, they can't, when they go to dub it, they can't actually have the two guys come and dub it. One yeah. of them is insane, and the other one, uh, well, enough. He he did some things that aren't uh, acceptable. Um, yeah. So they replaced them with uh, some new characters that I'm interested to see. We saw a lot of backstory
1: for characters as well. So yeah, they expand upon the story as a whole. Yeah, but they at the same time, they use... also uh change. Yeah, they like, they they also kind of like streamline the story. A bit.
0: yeah they got through like season one like in like uh, one hour and i was like uh wow that's fast granted season one is the shortest volume one is the yeah. shortest you know it's all the episodes back then were like six minutes seven yeah s- six to so you just, minutes, it's so.
1: understandable why they just smash everything together yeah so and, and maybe yeah maybe and distill it down i guess mm what what are your like, uh,
0: thoughts on like the music and the fight scenes and stuff?
1: The, I'm actually surprised that the fight scenes were almost as the same as the actual you know Ruby Show, itself. But yeah. I noticed that it doesn't have the same feeling because it doesn't. And that one it just How is it? it, it, it felt actually,
0: more natural.
1: Yeah, Marcus because it's understandable because mm. in that in in the actual Ruby itself, the is three D model, so it's easier mm. for had do have the, also specti- uh, spectacular scenes. Uh, mm-hmm. They're using like, mocap because, too for some yeah. of them.
0: So it's, yeah. it's a little more lifelike, as opposed to anime, which has more exaggerated.
1: Yeah, a lot, but then uh, I find it by two different tastes, uh, but it's still great.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: the music, oh my god, the opening music. I, it's I great. liked it. I still, like
0: Beach will always say, it's not Casey. It's not it's Jeff Williams. It, it's good, <laughs> and I think it fits that anime style yeah. of the... I think it fits the style the, the new show is going for. And I agree. I think that is definitely something I... It, it's one of those shows that I think the music is definitely going to make... Probably going to have a serious change later on. Yeah, it will. It, it still has that... You can tell it has a little bit of an influence from Jeff Williams and Casey and all of them. Yeah. So, but it, it's it's unique yet the same yeah.
1: enough that is recognizable.
0: Yeah, as Ruby music. So mm-hmm. um, <laughs> The next question, uh, from Praise the Sun, how would you describe Ruby in one sentence as someone who has no idea what it is?
1: A story that's uh, they that have a massive lot of potential. But the autos don't know how to use it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean,
0: like we were saying before, I-, I think there's a lot to the story that they can do. Um, Especially now, I, I personally would have liked to see more focus on the others than just Team Ruby. But at the same yeah, time, dev- I get it where they're at all of them mm-hmm. are in the main credits and stuff. Yeah. So I I I personally believe I think it's going to be one or two volumes left. I I think that's all they got. I think I think volume 9 is going to be the second to last. I think volume 10 is going to be the last volume.
1: I think they mentioned that she 12 volumes there. That always that was Ohm's idea. Yeah. Uh,
0: Maybe 12. i I'm not sure. I... Wait. I said maybe 12 would do it yeah. justice because one volume for where they are now 10 volume 10 could focus more on the desert place I forget the name of that kingdom uh, so, let us, uh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so let Us yeah
1: yeah Solitas. yeah because right I think it, yeah I guess it's teaser for volume 9 shows that it's also like Alice in Wonderland kind of mm. scenario so it's like yeah it's what I I was telling my friends I was like it gives me an Alice in Wonderland vibe. I suspect that's what they are going for. And I hope that's not the entire volume. At, At least I don't know like, Just hopefully not, like, because imagine they spend my entire volume in and literally an Alice in Wonderland. It's like they, I would like, every, they, Everyone else is yeah. still stuck in the desert. <laughs> it's it's, it's to remember. A, yeah. It, and and the end of it.
0: Yeah, the, everyone else is exiting out of the the portals and they end up in the desert. Where all those Which monsters like, are, uh, the Grim are, so...
1: What's going to happen to them?
0: Yeah, I, I, my thoughts, if they do the entire volume of Nine, being in the Alice in Wonderland, mm-hmm. it would be, like, no time passed. It would be, like, yeah, time for... Yeah, it would make sense. That's it would make a
1: lot of sense. Uh, yeah, it's the only one. I, mean, with I can the talking see it,
0: but... Yeah. <laughs> but at the same the time, I don't... I don't know. The mouse, is a, the mouse is, like, the f- one of the only animals we've seen that makes sense in the world. Yeah, got why the dog, yeah. and, and, and a mouse that talks. Okay, that, out of every animal, it, it makes sense. It's like, uh... <laughs> what is it called?
1: It's just, uh...
0: It's like Avatar, where they have, like all those different animals that are combined, like a platypus bear or something, it's like...
1: Oh, yeah, the, 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 the ducks. Yeah, and then they uh, and then
0: they come out, it's like... They they just have a giant squid at one point. It's like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. It's the oh, most please. normal <laughs> thing
1: in there. Or the yeah, most the normal thing is a,
0: monk, is a lemur.
1: Yeah, so it's like, uh... So, uh I mean, the flying lemur. So it's like, <laughs> when I first saw the squid, I was like... Is is it just, does it have anything else to it? So So I actually thought, like, okay, maybe the square has some sort of, like, hidden features it has, like, every single other, and just, you know, it's just a normal squid. Wow. I I think think so so many. Yeah.
0: And I think that's why I love Ruby, too. It's like all the Grim, the Grim designs are cool. Yeah, Um, and
1: they're also based on
0: Fort Law, which I love it. Yeah. So, um, the, uh, yeah, I. I think describing Ruby in one sentence it's super difficult, but I think the in my opinion, I think the way to the one sentence could be a group of uh a group of teenagers experiencing the mystical the yeah mystical world that they are in
1: oh just teenage girls experience reality, yeah. <laughs>
0: I I think that's uh, the best way. Like their world, it, it's mythical. It's not. It, there's it's no. Like, it's not a lot of oh, science yeah. to it. Like the only science we see is in uh, Atlas, and even then, it's based. It, all of its science comes from magic. Yeah. So it's no, no it brings, matter. What. It's like yeah. magic It's yeah. like the
1: definition of magic tech, which I actually like. Yeah. So I, in a I, way. I,
0: I'm interested to see how they explain. I would like to see more of an explanation on some of that, but... um,
1: Of course, only time will tell, or if they never, we had to rely on on writers to do the work for them.
0: (laughs) Fandom to uh, (laughs) explore things, so... Um, The other next question is from Stella, and Stella asks, What is your favorite race in StarCraft and why?
1: Technical, not with the Ruby, but sure. Uh, yeah. In this case, it'll actually be Protoss, actually. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not familiar with StarCraft, so... <laughs> it's, un- it's understandable, though. Yes. Yeah. Uh, because I'll, give, I'll just give a short explanation. Mm. We got humans, mm-hmm. we got aliens that are basically a high-fi, and we got high-sci-fi aliens. Mm-hmm. So basically, the Protoss are the high-sci-fi aliens that have all sorts of technology that basically make humans look like ants. Yeah, right. the humans are just Western cowboys but in space. <laughs> nice. See, nice. I,
0: I wanted to try... I've wanted to get into the Starcraft but I just... For a while, I didn't know where to start and then I had time... I did, I just don't have time to get into another thing like that. It's so yeah. much.
1: Yeah, there's a lot of... Uh, I admit, the, star, always the Starcraft story can, a bit, can be quite confusing at some times because, well... Mm-hmm. There's a lot of, like, how you say, times where they just put, like, doing little ass-pulls. hmm Like, how in the first game, the, the Zerg are seen is all evil and stuff. Then all of a sudden, in Starcraft 2, we learn that the, the Zerg, they're actually, they're actually under the enslavement of an even greater threat. Right. And that, the main, and that the main Zerg hype mind, which is the Obel mind, is trying to break mm-hmm. out of his prison, which is like, what? When did that happen? Mm-hmm. So the very monster that, we'll find, that the whole story is dig around Thompson be just trying to break free from his mm-hmm. own prison. Doesn't help the fact that during that time the Protoss lost their home world. So can right. understand why I was like wow so you mean the whole time this monstrous villain that's trying to kill and assimilate everyone is actually trying is being the good guy? Mm-hmm. It's like you can see there's a Real bit of a sort of Yeah. hole. Yeah it's like whole there but understandable yeah i um
0: yeah like all the starcraft stuff is like it's always been interesting to me because like i saw cover art for it and i was like oh man that looks really cool so it was always one of those things that i thought was like really cool and i wish to uh get into so maybe when i finally have time i'll start playing the games mm-hmm. uh, i agree
1: because they look fun so yeah, then there's a lot of like wasted potential and stuff. Mm-hmm. Or plots they're just wasted uh Yeah. I, I mean to be fair all the three stories kind of all the three trilogy stories have their own wasted potential, but uh for me, if you want to get a start, I recommend you just play Wings First, then uh, Heart of Swarm and Legacy, but you probably need to buy the other two games.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll see if maybe when they go on if they uh have a sale, I'll see if I can snag them, so
1: yeah, but you I think you just try uh wings first, because wings is free. Mm-hmm.
0: That's and stuff. Good, that's but anyway,
1: good. so as to, now back to the question as yeah. to why I love I like I love my favorite factions, the Protoss, well, the sci-fi aliens. Mm. <laughs> and the fact that I just love the fact that if you get big enough, uh, you just steamroll everyone. It's mm. like no question. You just run over everyone. Because compared to the other two factions, are uh, the Protoss are more on the elitist faction where Right. Uh, where the units cost more than others, but without mm-hmm. that, they can't do the fair better against any other unit, now. Mm-hmm. Also, you know, who doesn't like free passive shields and yeah. stuff? <laughs>
0: I, I um, yeah, like that to me, like more like I I've always liked aliens. It's one of the coolest things to me, like that idea. Mm-hmm. So like that's why like I love Star Wars. I, I'll, I'll watch Star Trek and stuff like that. So like Starcraft, probably right on my alley, I'll probably mm-hmm. have to check that out. If like the alien if you're
1: saying like all these aliens stuff, that sounds cool. And then there's also the fact uh that while there's while there's a lot of lore. Mm-hmm. A lot of the law can actually be found in the manual and in the comics. They actually ah, expand nice. upon the scenario. For example, at one point the portals will actually encounter another race outside the Kapu sector. Mm-hmm. However, because of some incidents that resulted in them fighting against that species out of self-defense, they kind mm. of developed this mentality of no uh, no interacting with uh, lesser races, uh. because because of this war that happened, uh, they ended up accidentally turning that species into a back very center the species back to the stone age, mm. which horrified them. Which is why they installed the no interacting with lesser species because mentality. Right. It, I I just love this kind of, of like storytelling, like how mm-hmm. how even. When they didn't meant to do this, they still did it anyways. Oops, yeah. Then, also, the fact that I mean, the fact that in the game itself is in the first game, the first note they get when there's a portal shot is when they show up and glass the entire player and then they just mm. leave. That's, That's the cool. first notice when you make the portals. they just show up, glass the pen and just, just leave. It's like no yeah. question asked, they just bye bye. And then you realize dope. they're only there because of the Zerg. Mm-hmm. and that humans are, and that humanity as a whole in the that I just stuck in the middle of two aliens fighting each other right
0: so oh, that sounds actually really cool yeah I'll definitely I'll have to like I love alien like, like I said I love alien so that's definitely like that idea like I've always thought that that whole mentality is great for a lot of like alien stories because it's like earth is it's very young compared to like other planets so it would make sense that other mm-hmm. aliens would feel that way. Um, True. So, moving on to our yeah. next question. Uh, it's from Gawa. They have two questions. Their first one is, are you Sing uh, Singaporean? I guess it's the best. <laughs> yes. And then their uh, second question, Ruby related, is, can you explain your perspective on semblances?" Let's, like, dive into them.
1: Okay. Well, that one is, uh, I would say is like a representation of a soul or it's why like they summarise it mm. but I believe it's something like an evolution of humanity
0: because yeah.
1: it's due to being on a world full of little monsters of darkness uh. humanity as a whole as a whole has to develop themselves to counteract it which is why that's also where dust comes in uh, because mm. their bodies adapt and in fact actually it reminds me of another fic that I read the, where they make contact with the DC universe mm. And it actually went to further depth in that story where basically every single person on Remnant is actually a meta human. Mm. Yeah, I, basically the I'm genetic episode is
0: yeah, that's that's pretty cool. I mean we have the Ruby Justice League comic, so
1: Yeah. I tend to ignore that one.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so um but yeah, like I, I, I agree with your thing, like semblances sun- are a reflection of the soul, so
1: Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so basically it's yeah. like a way of the of them, help humanity as a whole willing to fight mm-hmm. despite being you know cornered by little monsters in the darkness it's just yeah. them refusing to give up and just fight to the to the end mm-hmm. because I'm not sure how, they express the, how to express how everyone is linked the personalities but I suppose it makes sense yet at it is not really because we got case where Hedric, we got hereditary uh, semblances mm-hmm. with the sheens where all the semblances are the same no matter they are bloodline Mm -hmm. where they got their glyphs and everything yet others are not hereditary by nature which is like everyone else so it brings out a new a whole new question like what are semblances as a whole are they something that the person just develops by themselves or are they genetically there where sometimes the where the gene for the said semblance tends Mm -hmm. to be much more uh stronger so as a result the whole bloodline will get this uh semblance no matter what Mm-hmm. So it brings a lot of questions. Uh, that I hope that if they don't answer, the community will to do it for them instead. Right then. Right. So yeah. Of course, there's me who just go. I don't care if we look if the samples is cool. I don't care.
0: Yeah, there's there's so many cool ones. I I yeah. Liked, like to many samples is the coolest part of the show. There's there's some that are so flashy. Yeah. I, I, the subtle ones too. Like I think that's cool. Like, I like that they're not crazy. They're not crazy game changers for most part. Yeah. So. um, But we have some extra time. So uh, for the uh, people that are in the live audience, uh, this is your time to come up. And if you have any questions that you personally want to ask and didn't put them in the thread or want to add something to the conversation, um, especially about Ruby, but uh, just remember... We have a, uh, not, uh, we have no, not, uh, there will be no, uh, inappropriate stuff. Remember, we're not, uh, we're a safe for work podcast. We got to make sure we follow that here. Um, so if you have, if you want to add anything, I know Canadian Admiral was, uh, seeing if he could speak. If you want to do that now, that's up to you. Um, just a request. Yep. So
1: he was pinging quite eagerly yeah, so. early on.
0: <laughs> um,
1: so anyone, anyone got any questions? Uh
0: yeah. a- anyone want to add anything to Ruby? This is this might be a regular thing at the end of the podcast. uh near the end, Uh bringing on people from the live audience to talk. Um, yeah, mostly, should do it more often. yeah it'll probably be mostly on the days that it's one of us uh, just because it's a little me and Bailey we, tr- we go to the very end for the most part so um, mm-hmm. but yeah if you guys wanna re- speak anything just do so if not we'll probably uh, end it a little soon since there's not a lot of questions or anything yeah, um, surprisingly. No. Oh, oh. Uh. So, looking in podcast discussion, um, if you, I can't believe. yeah, oh, not you I mean you can if you have if you want to ask something about Ruby, Starcraft, Destiny, anything like any, feel free to ask or anything. Yeah.
1: Oh. Uh, I'll just offer my thoughts on the meta. So, Don't worry. Um. But.
0: Uh. At the end of last episode, I'll put this in now.
1: You know, nothing up that. Oh uh, no.
0: <laughs> yeah. So, at the end of uh, last episode, Bailey uh, asked a question. He said, uh, "What are all the uh, audience members? What are uh, and people listening? What is your favorite fic? What is a fic that you're reading that you really like? And you know, put it into uh, put it down in the podcast discussion."
1: Uh, Yeah, you
0: know that was something he Uh, asked. Uh, So this week, the question for this one is: uh, if you guys could write for any fandom, uh, if you could write for any fandom, and what would uh, what would it be? You know, uh, write. Uh, if you also are an artist, if you would draw for any fandom, what would it be? What uh, what fandom would you interact with? You know, the, Oh, that's... Steven Universe. Ooh, Steven Universe is a good one. I, I, yeah. I've seen the artwork for that. Really cool stuff. Um, yeah. I personally would try to draw more for... Uh, What's it called? Pro- probably RPG game. Like, uh, JRPG games. I, I think their art styles are really nice. I like the... I like the ones that are 3D right now. They, they've yeah. been my thing for a while, so...
1: I mean, there's a bunch of them... Uh, on Steam, actually, if I'm correct. Yeah.
0: So... But, um...
1: Yeah. yeah, so we're gonna...
0: We're gonna cut this episode... Uh, here. And, mm-hmm. uh, uh... You know, if you guys are... Uh, Oh, my last uh, announcement. If you guys are interested in being on the podcast, make sure you follow the application in the podcast announcements channel. Um, mm-hmm. If you're not part of the Discord, um, there is the uh, Discord link in any of our uh, profiles, me, Bailey. Uh, you know, look on Discord, look on Discord. Uh, server list. Search up Emerald Library. Uh, you can interact with the, uh, you can interact with us here. Uh, you can interact with all the authors, everyone's here here, uh, the live audience in the podcast discussion. Um, you no, know, and if you want to be on the podcast, you know, fill out the application. Uh, it allows us to see who you are, um, what you like to talk about, what not to talk about you know some people uh don't want to talk about certain topics that's fine but it's the only way we can get to uh interact with you guys so
1: and uh yeah
0: yeah so other than that uh have a great rest of your night guys or day morning whatever and uh join us next uh join us next time uh
1: yeah, and uh before we go, mm. uh, I'd like to thank Silver for giving this opportunity on this podcast. It's oh, been great, actually.
0: Yeah, so we'll probably like uh next next episode we got we got a couple episodes lined up, uh thought out, so maybe uh you can come back again. Uh oh. Oh. we'll uh you know, if you're if you're on the server, definitely check out everything. We'll be uh I'll be posting when the next episode is so, uh, yeah. Goodbye guys. And see you next time. And uh, yeah.